What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report, where I talk about sports, comics, and pop culture. And today's another weekend recap. Uh, first off, I just wanted to start off with there were a couple really huge deaths, unfortunately, in, in the pro wrestling world. First off, with Bray Wyatt, I just want to say that episode that SmackDown did was amazing. The tributes, he, he one of the most unique minds in pro wrestling history. Like he. I don't, I feel like his art went beyond pro wrestling. I, like, he could have been, like, a movie director, a movie writer. Like, that's how unique it was. So, it, it's really sad to see only 36, man. Like, that's just, I knew that he was sick, but, man, I, that, that's just sad. Like, it, it's just awful. And then, and, whew. Man, like, like, Bray Wyatt was one, one of the more noticeable characters in, in pro wrestling in, in the last 20 years, I think, honestly. And the potential he had, I, I, I feel like, I feel like if he's used properly, he, he's he's one of the greatest, uh, uh, most unique characters in, in, honestly, pro wrestling history, honestly. Not just the last 20 years. Like, like a, a, sheer, a, a special guy, he had a look. He could talk, great, phenomenal talker. He's good in the ring, like 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 he had everything. And it's just sad that that it, it doesn't seem right, honestly. It's awful. And but like I said, the episode, the tributes they've done to him, WWE, that SmackDown episode was amazing. Uh, the tributes across the wrestling world, and not just wrestling world, it, show, it shows how big he was. I saw a lot of people that aren't usually associated with wrestling talking about him. Like, 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 where a shrew, uh, a shrew once in, in a generation talent, honestly. And the other big death, unfortunately, was uh, Terry Funk. I always think of Terry Funk like, uh, hmm, like almost like the Herbie Hancock of pro wrestling in a way. Like, Herbie Hancock started out in, what, the 50s? And he's made something relevant or kept himself somewhat relevant in the music game. In the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even what I believe he won a Grammy in the two. I mean, yeah, Grammy in the 2000s for albums of the year, if I'm correct. So, yeah, like, 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 and he made himself unique and different for each decade. That's kind of like Terry Funk. From from decades for what, almost what five decades, almost this year is wrestling. And keeping himself relevant for for <laughs> as long as 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 long ago as my parents are born, all the way to the two thousands, like e, whether it be WWE or ECW or or frontier frontier martial arts wrestling or Japan and and the NWA all around the world, he he managed to adapt himself to each environment and knock it out the park each time. So yeah, a legend. It won the GOATs. Now, keeping up with pro wrestling, uh, I just want to say, AEW, my hat's off to y'all. That was amazing. All in. Wow. 81,035 paid attendees, if I'm correct. I believe that's the 
official record for highest paid attendance in pro wrestling history. Yeah. And according to Tony Khan, they actually had over 90,000 overall. In every match, well, it was at worst above average to, to above average to good. But most of them were great, phenomenal matches. Like that, there was not a single filler match on that card, on that show. Every match delivered. All of them surpassed expectations, honestly. Like, like just amazing. From the beginning to the end of the show, it, it, like, a, 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 think of this. Like, an American promotion not named WWE having a crowd that big like that. And they got to do it again next year. Like, just amazing, honestly. Only four years old. And the production was great. It, it, everything, it, it just, it felt like a WrestleMania. But it's not. Like, it's a different promotion entirely. It's their own show. It's generally how they do things. Like, you're not going to see the hard, that, uh, 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 hardcore match. You're not going to see, uh, that same stampede match at a WrestleMania probably ever. So, seeing that there, in that type of setting, and it working, like, it's just amazing, honestly. So, yeah, like, like, hats out to them. AEW absolutely did it. And not just that, it's also, there are guys, like, people from the Indies, like, there are people from the Indies that have headlined WrestleMania, obviously. But I'm saying, like, it's different. Like, this is not made by WWE. This would be like if the indie guys made their own promotion and, like, it was as big as a WrestleMania. Like, they made their own WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> the biggest show in pro wrestling history, one of the closing scenes had Matt Taven and Mike Bennett from The Kingdom and Roderick Strong. Shr- uh, like, that was one of the closing out scenes of one of the biggest... Uh, no, of the biggest wrestling event in history. Like, that's surreal when you think about it. <laughs> like, like, there are people... Nigel McGuinness was there. Like, think of... Like, just surreal, honestly. It's a great thing that you have another promotion out there who's... And business is booming in the wrestling world overall in general. So, like, it's, it's just great. AEW existing... I tweeted this out before. This is It's... One of the best things, it's the best thing to happen in pro wrestling in the last 20 plus years, this century, definitely. Now on to music, uh, Travis Scott, another week in a row, uh, on top of Billboard 200. Honestly, I, I look at what's coming up, he's probably, there's a good chance he could have 10 plus consecutive weeks, number one. So you're going to have two albums this year with at least 10 straight weeks, number one. It's interesting because, like, the music industry in, in general, I've talked about it in an earlier episode, like, it, it's not at its best right now at all. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. It Like, Utopia's a good album. I think it's a really good album. But, I, I like, I don't know if... It, I feel like it's more between this and Morgan Wallen, which I wasn't very high on. I feel like that's more of just the indus- industry in general right now. Not a lot of big albums are out, and it's just not selling as well. So the two albums that are actually genuinely selling well are going to look like absolute monsters compared to them. Sort of reminds me of what's happening at Oppenheimer and Barbie in the movie industry right now. Like, it's just... Because those two movies are doing so good, everyone else is doing pretty solid or, or below, 
it makes it makes that look even bigger. So like the same thing is happening right now with with music, uh, and, and you know it, it makes sense that the two genres that are probably what the two highest selling outside of pop this year, uh, country and and, and hip hop have the two biggest selling albums. Makes sense. Now, unfortunately, for some more sad news that happened in, in the comic book and cartoon world this weekend, uh, Arlene Sorkin, voice actress for Harley Quinn during uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series, unfortunately died. Uh, first off, she did a phenomenal job, iconic job as Harley Quinn. Like, like when I think of Harley Quinn, I still think of the Batman the Animated Series version. Such an iconic character, and she did such an iconic job that, like, it literally became a new comic book character version of her. Like, we kind of forget, there was an original version of Harley Quinn that was the Joker's daughter that was, like, associated with the Titans and Teen Titans back in, like, the 70s and 80s. She was so popular, and, and, and this is credit to, to, to Sorkin. She just does a phenomenal job of, of voice acting that they decided, you know what, screw it. Make her the new Harley Quinn, and make her an actual comic book character. Like she's so big that she transcends, she transcends the the comic book universe itself. And so that 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 just shows you just how good of a job she was, just how good she was at her job. A phenomenal talent. Unfortunately, like, jeez, uh, I hate death. It's just really unfortunate, you know. But she did a great job, and she has a legacy. And to this day. A lot of people, including me, still think that that's the best version of Harley Quinn to, ever. And that's the best version of Batman in general ever. Batman the Animated Series, to me, to this day, is still the greatest, uh, not just Batman, uh, like, version of Batman in media ever. I think it's the greatest cartoon ever. Absolutely flawless. And now with sports, uh, uh, with the, the, the heavyweight boxing match between Alexander Usyk and Daniel Dubois that just happened, over the weekend, uh, I know a lot of people are looking at that like that was a body, like a body punch, and he was knocked out. I don't know because the cup, like how it's located, even if it was a graze, because of how hard and, and Danny Dubois is, he's a powerful puncher. So, like, it could have been a graze, and that could have honestly been enough to just, like, oh, you know, like it doesn't have to be like the full cup. You can punch them like you can just hit them at the top or whatever, and that's still enough because of how hard they hit, they can knock them out. So like I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of on. I don't know. If they were to do a rematch, I'm I'll be fine with it. Because if they, I I feel like outside that punch, for the most part, Usyk was winning pretty comfortably. Not comfortably, but clearly was winning, and he still KO'd him at the end. So like. If they were to do a rematch, I'd be cool with it, though, because that was very questionable still. I will say, though, with Tyson Fury, come on, bro. I, I'm happy for Francis Ngannou because the UFC was screwing him over badly, so it's getting a big payday that he's never gotten before. But, like, like still, Fury, after this this boxing match, you got to face Usyk. This is getting out of hand. You're, you're an all-time great, right? You can't just, like... Hold the box, the heavyweight division hostage. But yeah, that's with boxing. Uh, now with the big thing that happened, well, one of the two big things that happened over the weekend in sports, 
uh, college football. I, I'll just do a quick re- recap. Uh, I didn't expect UMass to be anywhere near that good. I knew that Don Brown was uh, a great head coach for them. And he's kind of the reason why they were even moved up to the FBS in the first place. Because he had them really good for like years. But still, I was shocked at how much more improved they were. Wow. Like, they kind of dominated Mexico State. I didn't, another one I didn't see, well, I did see coming, but a lot of people didn't see coming. It was Hawaii. I picked them to win. They almost did. They came very close. They kind of outplayed everybody, honestly. But yeah, this is not the same Hawaii team. Like I said before, they actually know what they're doing now. Uh, they have better players now. So one is a full year of, of experience for everybody involved. Like, this team, I think, is going to make a bowl game. Uh, Notre Dame looks like a legit national title contender. Navy's not bad, you guys. Navy's improved from last year. I think Navy's going to make a bowl game. That's just how good Notre Dame is. That old line looked scary good. That quarterback looked scary good. Those running backs looked scary good. That defense looked good. Like, yeah. They could make the playoffs, definitely. USC's offense? You know, I said in, in my college football preview episode that if USC just, if USC just has, like, a decent a defense, they can win it all. That offense? And like, and one thing I think we're forgetting is that they have this new rule where, where uh, the clock keeps running even after you get a first down. It, it only stops after first down, like, in the last two minutes of both halves, like in the NFL. So even with, the, like, the, 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 the extra time being taken off and everything and the lack of possessions, they still almost put 60 on San Jose State in their first game. And it wasn't just all Caleb Williams. That freshman running back. Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Zachariah Branch? That dude's a real deal. Like, I saw people comparing him to Reggie Bush. I don't know if I'd go that far yet because he's still, uh, uh what? There's still one game. Oh, he's not even a running back. He's a wide receiver. He's used everywhere. Oh, he's special. But yeah, that guy, he's a future star. You can put him at running back. That's how good he is. Like, I saw that one kick return that wasn't returned for a touchdown, but almost was. That, he is so explosive and quick. Yeah, if USC's defense is just, it's, it's just de- decent. Not even, like, good. Just okay, passable. They can win the whole thing with that offense. So, uh, also, Jackson State, I will say one thing about Deion Sanders. I wouldn't, like, attack. I mean, there are a lot of things you get him for, especially from some of the stuff he said over the week, I mean, over the offseason. But I will say this. Jackson State, I get it that, like, oh, they look way better without Dion. They would not be in this position without Dion, honestly. Like, the talent they still have left over is insane. And it showed. That team, yeah. They look as good as ever, still. But, yeah, no, the new head coach is doing a great job for them. So, uh, yeah, like, hats off to Jackson State. They dominated. Uh, but, yeah, I would say, though, I hope they change that rule back uh, by next year. Or at least as soon as possible. That uh, pacing thing, I guess they, they said that games are lasting too long. So instead of doing the thing that makes sense, which is ease up on the commercial breaks, they said, no, I actually want to keep the commercial breaks. We should just take away uh, uh, clock stoppage after each first down. 
I'm not a fan of that because it kind of hurts the offense. I, I don't know. I feel like you get less reps in. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of that. And the games are still really long. I mean, they lasted, what, a few minutes shorter? I just don't get the use of it, honestly. So, yeah, that was it for college football. I was kind of off my predictions. Uh, I had Notre Dame right. I had UTEP wrong. I had New Mexico State wrong. I got Hawaii wrong. But I was a lot more on point than a lot of people were. They thought Hawaii was going to get crushed. I thought Hawaii would beat Vanderbilt or it would be a close game from beginning to end. And that's pretty much almost what happened. But, yeah, like... I was pretty much only really off on two games, though. So, like, I wasn't that bad, I don't think. But uh, outside of that, uh, also, the other big thing that happened in sports. The last uh, few days of the 2023 World Athletics Championships, it's official. Uh, The U.S. wins, to the surprise of no one, the medal count and the gold medal count. We look strong. Shakara Richardson, she's a real deal in, in the 100. Because that, la- that anchor leg or the full right one, like, uh, Shrieka Jackson couldn't close that- the gap at all, actually. Like, at first, initially she did, but then Shakar just opened up some more at the end. And still had no time to celebrate at the end. Like, that team's a real deal. She's a real deal. For 100 next year, I'd like, she could, even if you put Elaine, Th- Elaine Thompson out there, I think she could still win gold. And I think she can get faster than, than uh, uh, what, the... the 10-6 that she had. 10-6-4, I think. She can get faster than that. I'm not saying world record, but, like, she can get it into the 10-5s. Definitely. Because her start still wasn't that good. And it, that's just how... Her closing... Her last 50 meters is crazy. Her top-end speed and her, able, and her ability to, to uh, sustain it. Like, she's the best in the world, I, I, I think, actually. Even better than Shriek and Elaine. If she was able to convert that to her 200, then you have a potential to get a double gold. As for an actual double gold, Noah Lyles does it again, triple gold. Uh, that anchor leg was monstrous. First off, like, overall, the team did a great job. There no bad uh, uh, handoffs, nothing like that. And, but that anchor leg, Noah Lyles demolished the field in that anchor leg. Like, he ran away from everyone. I want to know what that time was for well, like his anchor leg split. I want to know how fast that was because that was crazy. But yeah, this guy, he keeps it up. 1 to 200, 1 to 100. He didn't break the world record like I thought he would. I was wrong on that. But I still believe in the right conditions, I still believe he could break that 1919. I, I'm serious. But like, hey, how about doing it at the Olympics next year, right? Millions of people watching. You break the world record then? Well, you're an icon. You're not just like a legend in your sport. You're a legend in general. And like, he'd be, he's already big, but like, we're talking like, like, I got like Carl Lewis big. So yeah, this guy, like, you have a couple potential huge track and field stars in your hands for next year. I cannot wait for the Olympics next year. It's going to be super hyped. Super hyped. And now, that was it for my weekend recap. It's time for the big time pick. And would you look at this? Sports is kind of down across the board a little, like these next couple of days. But there was one big matchup I just noticed. 
uh, Las Vegas Aces versus the New York Liberty again. That's going to be big. They're, like I said, this is the inevitable uh, WNBA Finals matchup. Has to be. And the two best teams in the, in the WNBA by a landslide. Like, these two teams are just... And the last two times, if I'm correct, like, what, the New York's kind of dominated them this year, actually. On almost all their matchups. So, like, in this Aces team, a lot of people thought it was, like, the best, one of the best NBA, WNBA teams ever, if not the best. So, it was kind of a reality check, and it showed just how good New York is. Like, this matchup, honestly, I don't know who's going to win. I'm going to I'm gonna go on a toss-up here and say, I think the Aces get their revenge. I could be very much wrong here, but I think the Las Vegas wins this game. Would I take the for the two-point cover? I'm not touching anything like that. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. And this is basketball, so <laughs> yeah, it, not taking a two-point cover in basketball is saying something, right? Like this, yeah. These two teams are all-time greats. But like I said before, like this becoming a rivalry would be great for WBA to get more eyeballs on it. The same thing happening in women's college basketball. Uh, not just like UConn, Tennessee. That stuff made people want to watch women's college basketball, right? That's the thing that happened in men's basketball. Lakers and Celtics. Magic and Bird. That's what made people want to watch NBA. Like stuff like this is, is what's going to make people watch WNBA. And I expect not only this to be a, a great NBA, WNBA finals matchup overall. I think this will be the thing that really pushes w, the WNBA. The, the WNBA into that next level. So, oh, and also, shout out to Liverpool, my favorite team. I, I saw that crap that was happening, Newcastle United, and all the, 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 the stupid stuff that was happening with the refs and giving red cards and just overreacting. And you know what? Liverpool, despite being 10 men down for his second straight game, came in and won and outplayed their opponent. It looks stronger for the second straight game with one less guy. I don't know what that says about this team, but it's, it's special. All the drama, all the, all the crap that's happened with the transfer transfer market and just everything in general. And we come in here and we're, what, tied for second place in, in the Premier League? Could very well, I mean, we could be first place at one point. Hey, I'll take that. But still, get a defensive midfielder and a left center back, please. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all also for uh, liking, subscribing, and downloading. Oh, and thank you all also for following me on Twitter at Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-A-M, underscore Blake, all lowercase, and follow me on threads, uh, Blake, underscore Pulliam1, all lowercase, and following me on TikTok. I make TikToks now. Just look up the Triple Option Report, just like our podcast. So uh, that's it for today. See you guys again on, on Wednesdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, see y'all. Bye.